Welcome to Duval's Jacksonville Jaguars Podcast. I am Laurie Fitzpatrick. This is Ponytails Talking Pigskins. Welcome, welcome, guys. I am back uh, talking about the Jaguars and all of the NFL. Uh, sorry for the break, and I'm going to be talking more of the NFL um, instead of just the Jaguars uh, going forward. And it has nothing to do with Jacksonville uh, not doing so well this season. Um, it's something that I always wanted to get into, but let's dive into this game right now. Uh, Buffalo Bills beat the Jacksonville Jaguars 24-21. to It was quite an interesting game. Uh, if you look at it on the offensive side of the ball, mm, Blake Bortles, man, he, he's a, that, that's, that's a problem. Um, I think he should 100% be gone next year. It's absolutely horrendous, and I understand that there are injuries. I understand that Marquise Lee is out. You have your starting center gone, your left tackle gone, your right tackle. Now on the left tackle, you have a starting or rookie left guard. It's crazy. It's crazy. He has no time to throw. The receivers cannot get open. There were uh, how many? It looks like there were only four receptions by wide receivers this game. Four receptions, um, and that was all. They all took place in the second half, uh, because the whole first and second quarter, only Bohannon, Yeldon, Fournette, uh, Bell, uh, and um, I think, yeah, and they all they all, they all had catches, and I think Hyde maybe. Nope, just Bohannon, Yeldon, Fournette, and Bell. They only they were the only ones that have catches in the whole first and second quarter. Um, there were some big plays that the defense gave up uh, with Barry Church. He got a little late um, on that um, on that deep throw. It was the 75-yarder. Uh, Lambeau misses the field goal. Um, the Blake Bortles interception, that was, uh, oh, my gosh. It's like he can't throw to an open receiver. The, it, he can only throw bullets when it doesn't matter at the end of the game, like the touchdown that they had. Uh, to make it 21, I mean, that was, he was covered, but Blake somehow got it in there. Why can't he do that in the, the beginning of the game? I have no clue. It's like he he's afraid to throw those cor- deep corner routes. Uh, he knows that they're open in the middle of the field. Um, I remember the commentators were saying that he is the worst passer against zone defense or definitely at the bottom, and it's really, it's concerning because last year he tore up the zone defense against uh, against Indianapolis, he did. I, I can't even remember. I think he had like 300 yards that game. Uh, against the Texans, he did well against zone defense. But now this season, he doesn't have his his go-to crosser. Um, he's missing uh, Safirian Jenkins. He was a big target in the beginning of the season. Oh, excuse me, sorry. Um, Leonard Fournette is out for the second half of the game. He was the only one that was doing anything in on the on the offensive side of the ball. It's it's concerning that he just throws a punch and he posted on Instagram afterwards that you know this loss was all on him. But honestly, it's like, where's your head at, man? Like this is a crucial game. I know that there's no way they could honestly win the AFC South, but 
at least to gain the confidence back for the rest of the season, have something to play for. Now it's completely, it's completely done. Uh, the season's pretty much over. Hopefully Leonard Fournette doesn't try to push himself. Um, I'm already really looking for the looking forward to the draft. Uh, you have some QBs to look at, uh, a couple uh, uh, tackles on on offensive line, wide receivers, middle linebackers, Telvin Smith, he, he, and Miles Jack. They're so worried about the deep ball and coverage that they're leaving the middle of the field wide open, and Josh Allen is breaking for these rushing touchdowns and big plays. It's 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 crazy. You let this dude just feel like he's Hercules and I understand it's in Buffalo and it's his rookie season so he did well but Jacksonville you can't be the ones that they that that happens to on defense you just got, you have to be there um there was pressure uh, but when there was pressure the linebackers let the middle of the field uh you know they left it wide open um they defense they were definitely making plays but they Honestly, they just left the 14 up early, and you know it's it's a hard thing to come back from when you lose your starting playmaker on offense. The, you know Leonard Fournette, the special teams on top of that, they it's like they need to get pressure on the punter. They're they're starting off with such bad field position. It's been within the 20 yard line as the average the last four games. And it doesn't help when your returner can't break one. And I understand that, you know, they're getting a lot of yards, but they need a spark on this offense. I mean, well, for the offense, special teams is kind of where it starts. And, you know, you have Corey Grant. You had Corey Grant last year. And now it's like since there's nobody to kind of make those big plays – it takes deflates the entire offense, and then that in turn makes the defense kind of not care. By the end of the game, Blake was just throwing it at the defensive lineman's hands like it was target practice. If it wasn't batted by the defensive line, it was batted by the DBs because it was a badly placed throw. Blake is not cutting it. You know, go, going into the second half, Westbrook had one catch, and it was the catch that was pretty much a touchdown but got called back, you can't have all your receivers be backfield players. It's uh, it's really concerning, and I feel like he doesn't go through his reads. Um, his footwork is not there. He's bending his hand down before he throws again. His mechanics are all off. It seems like they gave up by the end. I mean, they're... they're there's nothing much to play for now. At the end of the season, just kind of ride it out. But it's it's concerning about the defensive line. You know, Calais Campbell is definitely still. You know, he he's definitely at. I wouldn't say the top of his game because he he regressed from last year. But you know, it's only because they're not getting pressure everywhere else, and the rotation isn't there. The depth isn't there as well. Um, so there's a lot of things to look forward to in the second half of the season. We're gonna see. Uh, some more guys coming in that we probably haven't seen before. I think um, McCray as linebacker. Um, we're going to see uh, Tavin Bryan. He had a pretty good tackle for a loss that was highlighted also by uh, by Zach uh, Zach Adol. So you know there there's a lot to there's a lot to look forward to. Unfortunately, th- this season is pretty much over for Jacksonville, and and I hope Ramsey doesn't do anything. 
you know, too crazy to set off this fan base at the end of the season because it's like, you know, it just seems like the fans are just starving for winning mentality and winning um, just seasons where they can constantly win instead of this up and down roller coaster. You know, they deserve a little bit of consistency. So um, I don't think Jalen should be so hard on the fans when he sees things on Twitter. Like, it's social media, you know. It's it's something that these guys are, you know, really going to have to deal with uh, second half of the season because most of these guys are coming from real big schools. They're getting picked pretty high in the draft by Jacksonville, and they're not used to losing. So, um you know, hopefully the mentality comes there the second half of the season. They have something to play for than, you know, 2019. And I don't mean to be such a downer. And I'm, I'm going to continue to break down these games. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see how Blake does, how Blake finishes it out. Maybe he'll have some trade value. Or maybe he can just groom the next guy that's coming in. Um, but, unfortunately, it's pretty sad to, to see that this is the way the season is gone. Um you know, coming off of last year, being 11-5, and five, going to the AFC Championship. We just, I, I think everybody just expected more. Um, and I know that the injuries play a huge factor. Marquise Lee was out. Uh, you know, you lose your left tackle. You're starting left tackle. You lose your center. You know, there, there, there are a lot of injuries that happened. DJ Hayden was out, you know, and and it's tough when you when you lose your nickel corner on the off season or during the off season you, you you bring a guy in and DJ and then he gets hurt same with these corners you know all of these guys were getting hurt AJ wasn't playing for the last you know 3 games it's it's just a season of injuries so no oh, you guys might be able to hear me a little bit better now there's a lot to look forward to in this season. You know, let, let's hope that um, in the offseason that Jalen Ramsey uh, trade rumor is something that does not come into fruition because, honestly, that would be the worst move uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars staff could make in the history uh, of the season. Um, so, yeah, let's, let's hope that they don't uh, do anything with Jalen. Please, let's keep Jalen. Well, that's it for me this week, guys. Thank you so much for uh, joining me, uh, breaking down uh, Week 12 against Buffalo Bills. Unfortunately, they had to come out to a loss. Uh, but you can catch me on Twitter breaking down the game uh, this entire week. And uh, looking forward to next week uh, on Twitter, it's at Laurie Fitzpatrick, L-A-U-R-I-E-F-I-T-Z-P-T-R-C-K um, at BigKindOfCountry.com on SB Nation in their film room uh, for the Jacksonville Jaguars and also SoundCloud and iTunes. And soon on YouTube, I will be breaking down more of the NFL um, on there and breaking down some routes and some players and some schemes and some coaches and some QBs. It's all going to be fun. All right, guys, catch you next week.